I'm calling this segment Hall in the Hall. Joining us is a person who had a great weekend, I got to assume, and that is Vicki Hall, who joins us on the show today. Hello, Vicki. Hey, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. Okay, I've been wanting to ask this question of you now for the last two days, and then we'll get into exactly why you're joining us. The old expression that you print people always have is don't bury the lead, right? So, right. so I'm thinking to myself, what is the lead here? Is the lead the fact that you had a tremendous career as a sports writer and you were honored for it, or you were the first woman to be inducted into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame? I'm going to ask you what the lead is. Well, I teach journalism now at uh, St. Brin, and I always advise against the double-barreled lead. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have a, a PowerPoint on that. However, in this case, um, I don't think it's one or the other. I think, you know, it's a, it's amazing. It's just an amazing honor as a reporter that I get to go into where I am in the Hall of Fame. But and then it's also just an honor that um, to be the first woman especially uh, because there's so many great women before me, like, for example, Joanne Ireland and Lisa Miller and Edmonton and, you know, Laura Ewing. Uh, there's just so many women who, who came before me who were quietly paving the way for all of this to happen. And so I'm just so grateful to them. Reed Wilkes is joining us in the studio as well here this afternoon while we're chatting with you. How many years were you covering the football beat here? Uh, in Edmonton, it was uh, seven years. In Edmonton, it was seven years. It feels like longer than that. And then it was, in Calgary, it was on and off for, oh, I should know this off the top of my head, for eight years uh, in Calgary as well. How, so much did, how, much, how much did it change for you? Because obviously you were breaking ground, right? I mean, it changed for me, but I think it was more like it would have changed for anybody else. Like when I first started, I was a rookie and I was pretty unsure of myself. And, um, you know, it was a scary place for me to be more because it was brand new. And then as time went on and I developed relationships and uh, I got more confident and the game slowed down for me when I watched it. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it was more like my confidence and things changed. And obviously the business changed as well, but... Um, but I think the biggest changes for me were, were internal and, and that confidence and that knowledge. Uh, Vicki, congratulations. Reed Wilkins here. Nice to talk to you. Did you, fa- I mean, you, you got to get familiar. You got to get the trust of the players and the coaches and the managers that you talk to. Um, like, did you face any, if you don't mind sharing, like, did you did you face any sexism? Did you, did you ever get sense people were talking down to you because you were a woman? Did you have to face any of that garbage, quite frankly? Well, I mean, I think the truth is is that I dealt with thousands of players over the years, uh, Reed, and um, the number of people who caused me challenges or who were, were difficult for me was very few, like, you know, like under 10, probably. And so, but I think that percentage would be true in any group of pop, you know, if you work with a certain number of people, those chances are there's someone at your office who might be a challenge. So, uh, you know, in, in the early days, yes, for sure. I mean, there was one offensive lineman at Edmonton who my first year, every time he saw me, he'd drop his pants. And, and uh, you know, now I don't think that would happen. Like, I hope that wouldn't happen anymore. And, you know, there there was some of that. But, but you know, it, I remember I was sitting outside the dressing room in Hamilton and this one player had kind of been behaving inappropriately. And A.J. Gass, the linebacker, number 77, came out and he, he found me outside and he said, are you okay? And I, I was so shocked that he was standing there. I, like, I was throwing something in and I said, well, what do you mean? And he's like, we want to make sure that you're okay. 
And I said, yes. And he said, if anything ever happens where you feel uncomfortable or you're not okay, you come talk to me. Right. And, and after that, for the Edmonton dressing room, I never had a problem ever again. Never again. Once we, you know, so um, so I'm just really grateful to the players there, the coaches. Like, you know, they were looking after me and, and – uh, and I'll always be grateful for that. I, I let's let's build off that positive. AJ, I can't say enough great things about AJ Gas, but that just even adds to uh, the legend in my eyes. But uh, let's talk about somebody who may have surprised you a little bit in terms of the way they dealt with you and brought you along. And I'll give you an example for me. I remember asking a question. I wasn't sure whether or not it was a good question, and I was asking Ron Lancaster, who was the coach of the football team at the time. And he kind of gave me a, a bit of a soft answer. But then as he had to go out and have his usual cigarette outside. And he said, come on out and I'll break it down for you. And he talked to me for about 10 minutes and explained it. He was so great to deal with after that because he always he was curious as to why I would ask the question and then try to explain it to me in greater detail. It surprised and shocked me. You must have had one or two people through your career of covering the football teams in this province that maybe surprised you a little bit. Well, it was way more than one or two. I mean, I, mean, I remember Ron, I had similar discussions with him. Yeah. Uh, when he was coaching in Hamilton, um, I had, uh, you know, I mean, Dave Ritchie sat down and showed me film one day in Winnipeg <laughs> and showed me how wrong I was about something. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Wally Buono uh, in the Edmonton room. I mean, Ed Hervey was one for sure. He always had the time to sit down and talk and, and explain things. And, you know, he was he was he was great and uh uh you know jason moss ricky ray like there were, there were a lot of people who over the years um you know sometimes it was football stuff it was like hey vicky you got this wrong but but sometimes it was just more like getting to know you and and uh and ask why did you ask that question so right uh, it, like i look back and it was the relationships that is what sticks out to me now that's what I can just how fortunate I was to to be there when you know really there weren't a lot of women there uh you know I certainly wasn't one of the first but but there weren't a lot of women there then and I'm just so grateful that that I did have the opportunity you found out about this over the summer months you've had some time to think a little bit about it uh I'm sure a lot of people have come up to you over these last two to three months uh how was everything this uh on this Sunday morning when uh when you were basically uh called into the hall well, uh, I wasn't there, Brent. Yeah. Um, no, you you I were virtual, there. right? I was virtual because uh, you know, and I'm like I'm, I'm very open person. Um, I had surgery uh, last uh, Tuesday at Foothills Medical Center here, and um, you know, back many many years ago, I I got to know a woman named Pam who worked for Hugh Campbell. And uh, Pam died at a very early age of ovarian cancer. And ovarian cancer is a silent killer. It's something that you don't notice uh, usually until you have it, until right. it's advanced. So uh, I had an incidental, I had an ultrasound this summer, or not in summer, it was September 29th, and it was um, it was just routine. And, and uh, they discovered a, well, they discovered a tumor. And um, it was very, very scary, but... Um, uh, but I had it out, and uh, you know I'm one of the lucky ones by the looks of it, and I'm very grateful for that. But I, I've uh, been through a life-changing experience, and and um, I just want to use this opportunity for if anyone out there, you know, if, you, if you're a woman and or if you have a woman in your life who might have some abdominal pain or pelvic pain or just might not be feeling right, like it's really important to go to the doctor and uh, and go 
um, see that. So to me, my health and, you know, being here for my son and, and for a long period of time, it was unfortunately, it happened at the same time of Hall of Fame weekend, but yeah. if I had to make that decision again, I'd make it a million times. Oh, absolutely. It changes your perspective. Okay, now you're at Nate, or sorry, not Nate, you're south of us, you're at Sate. Tell everybody what you're doing now. I teach journalism now, so I, uh, you know, people say, oh, there's no issue. It, it just looks different. People write, uh, so I'm teaching, uh, teaching journalism at State. I, I still write. I uh, do a lot of work for Canadian Press, and I was writing for the CFL, and I'm going to be going to Paris, uh, God willing, this summer to cover the Olympics. So, um, you know, I still have my hand in it, um, but I'm a, I'm a coach now, and uh, and I love coaching. I mean, I'm not just saying it. I, I really do. It's it's fun to pass down what uh, what people have taught you to other people. Well, congratulations on this tremendous honor. Congratulations on dealing with what you're dealing with, and I know you'll take it on like the champ you are. And yes, you will get to Paris this summer, and you'll enjoy it, and it'll be a blast for you. But thanks for coming on with Read Me today. Thanks so much, Brent. All right, great to hear from you. There great we go. Nice to meet you. Vicki Hall joining us from Calgary today. Yeah, great honor First for her. Female. Well deserved. First female going into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame in the media wing. Yep. And she's right. There have been other women that have, have really led the way. She's the first to go in. We'll be the first of uh, quite a few. I yep. know that. So wanted to get Vicki on. I was very, very proud of her today. So, And proud of her over the weekend.